G'day all gums and non-gums. Pun of the week is back. Good morning, gums and non-gums. Oh, it's an honour to get my gum cap. Mate, I am flushing it, mate. How you doing? Kind of the right amount of rowdy. Always stay the right amount of rowdy. And always remain the right amount of rowdy. G'day everyone, welcome to the Right Amount of Rowdy podcast brought to you by the Gums Gallery. My name is Ben Hughes and on this pod we will sit down with a couple of professional athletes to talk a little bit of golf. Now, before we get into our special guest today, I'd like to give a quick mention to the Sporting Chance Cancer Foundation. Sporting Chance are a non-for-profit organisation who financially support home care units that help kids with cancer make life a little easier. Uh, they also help with outreach programs across regional areas of Australia. And you can find a link in our Instagram bio and in the description of this episode to find out a little bit more of the amazing work they do. Now, here at the Gums Gallery, we try and raise some money for these guys any chance we can. So if you're looking to get behind an awesome cause and uh, help kids with cancer across Australia, please go onto their website and donate now. Now... On to our very first special guest for the Right Amount of Rowdy podcast. Um, I've played a bit of rugby with this fella, but more importantly, I've played a few rounds of golf with him. Uh, former Australian Sevens player and Waratahs player who now plays for the Melbourne Rebels, but again, more importantly, loves hitting a bomb off the tee on the Melbourne Sandbelt. All-round good bloke. Welcome to the pod, Brad Wilkin. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. No worries, yeah, very good. No, it's awesome to have you on, mate. So um, just quickly, I know you're a busy man. Round one coming up for the uh, Super Rugby this weekend. Um, how's prep going for that, mate? Yeah, prep's been good. It's uh, pre-season's finished and we're into round one this Saturday. So Reds away. Yeah. Um, we're excited. Should be a good game up there. Hopefully not too humid. Yeah, that's it. Big one to start. How good. Now... It was one question, but I reckon we get rid of the rugby chat already and we start... Yeah, no, nah, no more rugby chat. <laughs> Into the golf, mate. All right, so we'll start off with a few quick questions just to get to know you a bit more. Um, so, mate, what's, what's your handicap? Handicap's uh, around 13 at the moment. Ooh, I'm, hoping it goes down. I'm hoping it goes down a little bit after my round today. I had, a, had one of my better rounds today at Spring yeah. Valley. What'd you hit? So, I uh, had... Eight over. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the par um, competition game, yeah. like the scoring yeah. system. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I had plus six in par, which is, um, yeah, quite good. I mean, it's six better than my handicap. So hopefully yeah. we'll get some improvement off that today. Yeah, good. And that, well, you haven't always been 13, have you? I reckon last time we played, you might have been a bit, bit higher than that. Yeah, I think grinding. probably when we played, I was probably sitting around that 16 mark. So it's slowly starting to claw, it, claw its way down. But yeah, all those hours on the range. Yeah, hurts. exactly. <laughs> Mate, uh, yeah. and you just mentioned it before. I was going to ask you what your home, your home track is, but uh, Spring Valley Golf, Golf Course? Yeah, Spring Valley. Um, it's down on the sand belt there in yeah. Clayton in Victoria. So it's tier two, but it's, uh, it's, it's really good good club and there's quite a few of the boys that we play rugby with um they're all out there as well so we get a good crew yeah on our days off yeah and there's a few yeah, lads i remember fun. i remember when i was down in melbourne with you for a bit it was a uh, little expensive but unreal to get out there and amongst it's a good course isn't it yeah 
yeah, for sure. We've we've sort of worked out a little bit of a deal now, so we can yeah, they love get, they get love the, you boy, boys, get the boys out a little bit cheaper, but um, yeah, <laughs> no, they love awesome. it coming out. Yeah, good stuff. And um, what's your favourite club in the bag, mate? What's your go to? Yeah, it's a tough one because yeah, neither of them. Every club's kind of I hate them at some stage, but um, Seven Irons probably one of my favourite. Just because of the number, I like about 150, 155, you know. I feel like everyone gets that, don't they? The, the little seven iron is generally like a good go-to club, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely one of the ones I'm most comfortable with. Yeah, what's your least favourite then? Oh, well, my most inconsistent is probably my driver, so we'll <laughs> say that. <laughs> I think, I think we're very, our golf games are very similar, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where's your, what's your miss work. with the driver? What's that? What's your miss with the driver? Oh, probably just like a big like, sort of like cut fade, sort of spray it over the buddy out of bounds. But yeah, I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Played around with my brother uh, last week and he yeah. sort of gave me a few little cues. So yeah, um, yeah, sort of fixed me up for today, which was I was pleased about. Yeah, awesome. How good. And, mate, you mentioned your brother. So, uh, obviously, it's been uh, well documented, but your, your brother, older brother, um, he, Aaron, yep. is a pro yep. golfer. Um, yeah, so, mate, I guess my question there is, um, you know, what was golf like for you guys growing up? Was, um, you know, it always, was golf a big big part of your childhood and then rugby came in the picture? Was it the other way around? Like, how how'd that all sort of go about? Um, yeah, it sort of just started when we were pretty young my grandfather got us like into rugby who unfortunately he's not with us now anymore and um he was a big part of you know my brother getting stuck into golf and yeah i would always yeah. go down with with my my pop and and aaron and aaron was obviously a lot handier than me but i'll just go around and have a have a hit around and kind of enjoyed it um but yeah, that's sort of how Aaron got into it, and yeah, he played rugby growing up as well. But yeah, he just got to a point where he was a lot better at golf, and decided <laughs> to go down that tra trajectory. And I went the other way and stuck with rugby. So yeah, yeah. And so you mentioned like how you how he helped you on your on your round as well. Does he tend to give you tips all the time, or do you like take, getting tips off him, or do you seek that help, or do you sort of tell him you know bugger off, brother, or How's that all go out on the course? Oh, I'm always trying to talk to him about golf, but he's he's not um, doesn't really give me too much advice. It's it's easier when I get to play with him because um, he can sort of see my swing and he's in the zone. You know, just give, yeah, yeah. He can give me a little tip here and there. But um, when we're sort of long distance from each other, it's a little bit hard. So I don't lean on him too much, but. Definitely when um, we're in the same state, you know, and we can get around together, I'll definitely try and ask as many questions as I can. And yeah. he was even giving my housemate, Christian, a few bunker lessons the other day. So <laughs> um, he, was, he was pretty grateful for that. Yeah, how good. And, mate, you mentioned, you mentioned Welchie there. Um, I saw that the boys were on the bag on the weekend at the Vic Open for your brother. How did all that go? Yeah, that was... Um, that was interesting, actually. Like, um, yeah, we, we sort of went down there just with the 
you know, idea to just support him and watch him. And then yeah. we were uh, trying to find it. We got there a little bit late and we are trying to find where he was, what hole he was on. And yeah, we, he, he mentioned that he would probably be coming down the 14th when, when we got there. And so we were standing around waiting for him. And turns out we weren't on the 14th, we were on the ninth hole. So <laughs> we, we missed a few of his holes and then yeah. um, we caught up to him. And yeah, it was day three in the Vic Open. So he, he was sort of, he made the cut, but he wasn't, you know, going extremely well. So yep. yeah, he just, he just was like, yeah, you're going to caddy for me. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. And then after about one hole, um, I was like, oh, what if, what if one of the other boys caddies and he's like, yeah, I don't care. Like yeah. as long as you're not sort of like swapping him on the same hole, it was fine. So yeah, like I'd do a hole and then I think Hodgie did the next couple holes and then, um Christian Welch came a bit later and yeah he, he ended up jumping on the bag for the last remaining holes and I think he actually got the best best record out of all of us I think he had two birdies with Christian on the bag and <laughs> one with me yeah how good new lucky charm I remember hearing something you mentioned uh one time you're on the bag for your brother and he played like one of the, the rounds course record or something like that yeah, it was um, out in Sydney, Stonecutters in yeah. New South Wales. A few years ago, um, it was the New South Wales Open. And yeah, he shot 10 under that day and it was, it was pretty good to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I gave absolutely no advice whatsoever, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, I think he actually thought that I was a good luck charm for him a bit there after yeah. that day. And, he asked me to caddy for him a few other times and I actually got the call up to caddy at the Fiji International for him one time. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, like, just happened to be that I was out with an ACL injury, so I wasn't playing footy and had a bit of time. I was, I was able to negotiate some time off so I could go over there and caddy for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was unreal experience. Like over there in Fiji, um, Nata, Nadola Bay. Sorry, I'm not sure if I've said that right, but mm-hmm. Natadola Bay Golf Club was absolutely beautiful. And um, yeah, there was some big big dogs playing in that event. Yeah, Grant Snedeker, um, I think BJ Singh. Yeah, it was good fun, and he, he went all right too. Yeah, did you get the play at all? Or was it all work? Uh, it was all work, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and the first two days was very good. Um, you know, I thought, how easy is this job? He's yeah. he's under, he was flying. Yeah. Um, and then day three, sort of the TV cameras came on and sort of got <laughs> a little bit rattled and started, he shot, I think, three over or something on the third day. And yeah. it was, um, then I realised how hard caddying was when, when you got to try and control your golfer's emotions. And, yeah. You know, Try and just just try and keep him calm and yeah, not make him lose his shit. Hundred percent. And so, did you did he give you a bit of a cut or whatever, or for, from the winning? Surely, two days. Oh, he he, he paid for my accommodation, so that's, <laughs> that, that was enough. Nah, awesome. Yeah. How good. And mate, uh, speaking of your brother, in terms of pro golfer, you've also got another family member who's also a professional athlete, um, Chris Truman, who's second cousin, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, did I just say Truman? Truman. 
Truman. Truman. Haven't, <laughs> haven't heard that one before. Mate, we'll have to edit that out. Jeez. I hope he doesn't listen, but sorry, Chris, mate. But um, yeah, mate, we were, I actually remember playing with him a bit down at, um, down at Melbourne. I think we played at Yarra Bend a few times. Yarra Bend, yeah. And he hits him well, doesn't he? Yeah, he hits a bomb. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's also pretty good. He's off. I think he's off four or five at the moment. So, yeah. oh, maybe maybe six. Not well, sure. Yeah. I don't know if you heard of um the app called The Grint at all. No. It's kind of like it's, it's kind of like a Strava but for golf. And I remember I got onto it ages ago, and a mate put me onto it, and then I saw that Chris was on there. So I came friends with Chris. And geez, that man plays some golf. Oh, I've never known someone to play as much golf as him. I think he plays more golf than my brother, to be honest. <laughs> Mate, you wouldn't believe he's a cricketer. Like, nah. he's just playing golf all the time and hitting, hitting some think... good scores, playing at some good courses as well. Yeah. I think for those cricketers, um, when they go away on tour, the first thing that they pack is their golf clubs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, cricket, the cricket gear comes second. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we'll um, we, to need, we need to try and negotiate with our team management a way to let us take our golf clubs on our, our yeah. footy trips. Well, we haven't got them yet. Oh, that brings um, brings up something that reminds me when you guys uh, were locked down in, in Canberra for a bit when coronavirus first happened. You boys were out at, I think it was Royal Canberra or every second day, it seemed. You, Kells, Tamua, Hodgie, all the lads. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure we were, we had the AOK to go out and play golf when yeah. we were in that uh, oh, yeah, bubble. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it was all over Instagram, so it must have been. All yeah, well, if it was if it was over Instagram, then it was um it was play on. But, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that first sort of period where we had to get out of Melbourne and went down to Canberra. Um, yeah, we did play a bit of golf. Um, I've missed out on the call up to Royal Canberra, um, yeah. unfortunately. So. <laughs> But yeah, we played a few courses down there. Federal's one of our reciprocal clubs, so yeah, that oh, got a good uh, yeah, that got a good workout and yeah, yeah, awesome. living the dream, eh? Living the dream, and I, that brings me to sort of uh, one of the questions I would lined up was, what's the best course or like best golf trip you've ever been on? Oh, best course. Um, pretty lucky in Melbourne with the like the sand belts down here. It's probably, I'd have to say either the National Golf Club, um, yeah. the Gatamata course. Yeah. Yeah, Gatamata course. Know. Yeah, it's a new one. Um, but Peninsula Kingswood's hard to beat. And then obviously I've played Royal Melbourne as well. So yeah, pretty lucky yeah. to get on those, those tracks. Um, yeah. I haven't played... I think it's Metropolitan and Kingston Heath, which probably are the other two that I'd like to play. Yeah. Um, so I'm working on my networking for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, haven't really had a like a a big golf trip per yeah. se. I've played um, Stein City Golf Club in Johannesburg when we went over there for uh, the Waratahs. We played in a semi final against the Lions back in 2018 and. That was probably one of the nicest golf courses I've played as well. Yeah. Just full caddies, like you get your own caddy over there. And yeah, it was just, yeah, it was unbelievable. Unreal experience. Yeah. Yeah. And with, with a good, with some good boys too, some good lads. So yeah. that was good fun. 
Yeah, all the boys love it. And that's mainly one of the reasons why we've started this up is because, you know, a lot, a lot of boys and professional athletes, like whether you're a rugby player, cricket player, soccer, whatever it might be, but golf is always sort of like um, that good getaway or, you know, away from your actual game mentally, um, brings out the competitive edge in you and, and things like that. So I think that leads me to sort of like asking you, why, like, I mean, you play golf, obviously, but, do you sort of transfer any of the skills that you learn in golf in, into your rugby? Yeah, like the, definitely I think, well, like you mentioned, um, you know, like for me, it gives me a balance, you know, a lifestyle balance. So like I'm not always, you know, thinking about rugby and, um, you know, I feel like I believe that you need balance in life to sort of, you know, go well and perform. So for one, it gives me that, that lifestyle balance where I can sort of switch off from rugby and sort of relax, um, kind of makes me happy. So yeah, that's one of the the main benefits I get from it. But then also you, yeah, golf such a, you know, requires so much concentration and, you know, mental focus, I guess. Um, It's sort of, sort of teaches me to sort of be present and, you know, you can only really, you're only as good as your last shot sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, you know, you could have, a, could hit a poor shot sort of how, how do you sort of mentally um, recover from that and how do you get up for the next shot? Yeah. And it's a similar in rugby, like you make mistakes and, or if call doesn't go your way, like how are you going to react to that? And we have a, I have a big sort of, I try and play my rugby like next job sort of focus. So, whatever you're doing now, that's the most important thing. Yeah. And you do that as you can. And then if, you know, regardless of the outcome, you just move on to the next job sort of thing. So definitely, um, yeah, transferable, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% couldn't agree more with you. And, you know, one of the things about rugby, and again, it's been well documented on your behalf, is that... Uh, there's injuries that occur in rugby part of the parcel isn't it and Mm -hmm. i don't know about you but every time i get injured on the footy field first thing i'm like oh you know damn it you know i'm probably going to be out for a few weeks and then i'm like oh bugger i won't be able to play golf either (laughs) obviously you've had three knee reconstructions and and credit to you for you know uh sticking to it and getting through all of them but Geez, it must have been tough not being able to get on the golf course with with a bung knee. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was tough. I guess you know you you very much focused on your rehab, but then um, you also kind of annoying the physio. So how, when can I swing a club or like yeah. when can I do this sort of thing? Um, yeah, so yeah, it was frustrating, but um, <laughs> I was able to once you know you got to a certain stage where I had to get out there a little bit and yeah. it was actually, it was actually good. It was um, good exercise and yeah. Yeah. Get out and gave, out. yeah. Gave that, that escape from the rehab and the grind. So yeah, probably spent a bit of time on the course at the back end stages of my rehab. So yeah, it's good. Good for the yeah. mental, mental health. 100%. Absolutely. Even if you're not hitting a full swing, it's just good to get out there and just hit iron off a tee or just hit a seven iron everywhere you go. Yeah, definitely. But, um, work on the short game, which mine mine needs some some work. <laughs> don't we all? Don't sure. we all? Yeah, um, mate. So, 
I saw on the weekend as well, you've been playing a bit of golf over the, well, not only at the Vic, you were at the Vic Open as caddies, you played golf on Sunday and today, but on, on Sunday, and I saw on Instagram, you won the uh, Mr. Miyagi Cup. Well, did you win it? I don't know. Just give us a bit of an insight into, into the Mr. Miyagi Cup. Yeah, so um, the Mr. Miyagi Cup sort of just came up with that name, but um, <laughs> probably 12 months ago, or a bit less than 12 months ago, we sort of, my housemate, Christian Welsh, mm. plays for the Melbourne Storm, um, obviously. Um, and, yeah, his, his mate, Cam Munster, and my mate, yeah. Reese Hodge, we... We decided to, you know, have a game, game of golf together, and yeah, we, we were playing for a. We decided to put a Mister Miyagi's feed on as the bet, so it was going to be a best of three um, series. Yeah, and unfortunately, the first, the first round, like we were able to have it, and then COVID in, like disrupted us last year, and then also injuries, like like we we're talking about, like yeah, we played the first first game and. I think we, yeah, we wiped the floor with them. Um, <laughs> it was too easy. Um, but, yeah, and then we just weren't able to get the second second game in for quite a while. Um, yeah. Reese had an injury last year and the Storm boys were away in, um, for COVID and the NRL bubbles and all that. So, yeah, last weekend we were finally able to get the second second event going and, um, it was a lot closer this this time around, but yeah, yeah, we we managed to um, just get them again. So yeah, good. And what format and, was it? Uh, so the first first game was a four ball best ball format. So yeah. just like um, we kind of we gave them a handicap and we had like a sort of combined handicap sort of thing. Yeah, um, just based off our two averages, and then yeah, this last format was just. Um, like best Stableford score um, for the team, so yeah, yeah. That they're obviously off a little bit higher handicaps than us, but we were able yep. to sort of. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, we had the home track advantage. We played yeah. at Spring Valley, so yeah, um, that and does spring, help. And, and there's lots of bunkers there. Lots of, and like the, boys, of bunkers. the boys aren't any good in the bunkers. <laughs> so what's Welchy play off if they're if they're no they're obviously no thirteen handicappers. What Munster, Hodgie, what are they all off? Um, so Welshie's um he's off twenty one. Yeah. So but he's he's getting the, he's he's coming down and he had two birdies off the stick when we played. So like he's he's got good golf in got him. Game. So he's got game. Yeah, he's yeah. got game. It's just <laughs> the bunkers he's gotta work on that. But he hit a long ball, that. wouldn't he? It's a long ball, yeah. 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 Hodgie's off he's actually low at the moment. He's off about eleven. Yeah. Um, but he he just done a peck um, rupture, and he'd only played two games back from his. Well, this one was his second game back from peck rupture, so he was playing off a low handicap, which was, you know, maybe not quite accurate at the time. Yeah. But yeah, but sometimes you find you play your best golf when you haven't played for a while because exactly. mentally yeah. you're, you're refreshed, aren't you? So. Exactly, yeah. I, I took a two-week um, little little break just recently because for that exact reason, I just wasn't playing well and I yeah, needed a break, get away yeah, from yeah. it. <laughs> Expectation, I think. You expect that you're going to go out and have 36 points every every time and you don't actually put practice in. It's uh, 
it's a little bit stupid, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's why golf, it's so great and plays with your mind, doesn't it? And then, yeah. Oh, dearie. But yeah, and what's Munster playoff? Well, he hasn't officially got a handicap, um, but he's pretty handy. He's left-handed and he just walks up to the ball and just belts it, like doesn't yeah. think about it too much. And just a maverick. Very, yeah. Like his footy game. Exactly. Doesn't yeah. think just, but very instinctive and yeah, yeah. skillful. He's, we, get, we gave him 18, but when he's on, he's, he's at least yeah. a 16. Yeah. Bit yeah. Lower, I reckon, yeah. yeah. How good. And so... Um, yeah, so there's no more, there's no third, are you have, having a dead rubber or? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to try, we'll probably have the dead rubber somewhere. <laughs> they, the boys want to take us out um, somewhere else off the sand belt. They, yeah. they think we can't play on the, on any other track other than the sand belt. So <laughs> they can just take us out to Century Lakes or something and see how we fare out there. Mate, once you, once you master the sand belt, you can master anywhere really. Exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm trying to tell them. But. Oh, how good! And hey, mate, uh, obviously being down in Melbourne, um, and you mentioned you played at Royal Melbourne um, before uh, the Presidents Cup when Presidents Cup was in town. Um, you got around that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. How, how was, was it? It's it pretty awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, that was um, that was awesome. It was oh, just seeing them up close and personal. Like it's just the way they. Hit the ball. It's a joke. Um, yeah, Tiger Woods there as well. Like, could probably could be the last time he'll ever probably play in Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah, seeing him, the big cat up it, up close and personal was pretty cool. And yeah. yeah, just following him around was unbelievable. Yeah. No, I was there with. Um, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, I was going to say we were there with the the Gums Gallery, so we had a little a little yeah. pool there, and um. We played we played golf on I think Rossdale on the Thursday, then Long Island the National on the Friday. Went to the races on the Saturday, and on the Sunday we went to the President's Cup, and we're all obviously hung over, so we're all a bit quiet and weren't as right amount of rowdy as we usually are. We're probably a bit, you know, very very low level rowdy. And um, yeah. anyway, just the boys, we just couldn't believe it. I remember we all sort of saw. Tiger Woods at one stage, and it was just just like being starstruck. It was, and I don't think I've yeah. ever been like starstruck like that before. It was uh, just the the big cat rolling around, as cool as calm as ever. Uh, yeah, it was it was something something to see, and glad we did it. That's for sure. Definitely, definitely um, a bucket bucket list sort of item that you had to yeah. tick off. I think. Yeah. Talking of bucket, I remember. Oh yeah, go on. Sorry. I remember on the um, we were sort of. On the 16th fairway, because that's kind of that was like one of the the main finishing holes for the yeah. President's Cup. On the last day, there must have been some some wind, but all the drives were just flinging like they were spraying them right. Yeah, and me and Reese Hodge were just you know in the on the rope there, and literally every drive just kept coming right up towards our feet, kind of thing, and we're just we're moving around the ball like as it's sort of still moving and then watching them approach their second shots and their yeah. chats with their patties and yeah and yeah just being so close to the like the ball as they're hitting it yeah um, and it was, was Fowler probably, wasn't like, it you got a, of the, you got a good shot of Fowler didn't you yeah Ricky Fowler yeah yeah Justin Thomas I think as well like just all of them like just so close close yeah. to them 
No, it was pretty pretty awesome experience, wasn't it? Mate, you talked about bucket list sort of stuff, mate. Do you have like a tournament or like somewhere you want to play that's like on the bucket list to absolute go-to? Well, I think after this week, uh, watching the waste management yeah. as the Phoenix Open, oh, I, that's a bucket list. i got to get there. Yeah, 100%. Next year, next year would be ideal with the Super Bowl being in Phoenix as well. Um, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's going to be waste management into the Super Bowl in <laughs> Phoenix. Um, that would be elite. Um, but I just don't think with footy season starting in February, then I'm going to be able to get, <laughs> get, get the time off at that stage, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, it looks like a, a fun trip, a yeah. fun event to go to. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's split a, a lot of the uh, golfing community, the old 16th hole, hasn't it? Because obviously two aces um, yeah. and then everyone's throwing their, throwing their bottles and cans and whatnot onto the, uh, onto the, onto the green um, caused, caused a lot of uh, divide, uh, yeah, a big divide in like, the golfing community, didn't it? Yeah. It's got a lot of gum gallery about it, doesn't it? Bit Mate, of, that's what I right think. Just right the right amount of rowdy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we wouldn't throw, we wouldn't throw cans or anything like that. We're the right amount of rowdy, but yeah. it's definitely something Australian golf needs a little bit more of, I think. And the gums gallery, <laughs> they can provide that. So uh, I actually think we, uh, we were there at the lakes, in the, I can't remember what year it was, but the Oz Open, and we we're there cheering on yeah. your, on your brother, and I think it was the it was a par three, might have been it's one of the finishing holes, might have been the the uh, the sixteenth or fifteenth, I think, but he's hit this uh, this shot off the tee, and it's it's gone over over the back, and it's a tough up and down, and and we were there getting around him, obviously knew he was your brother. We had Mad Dog McCowan there with a few yeah. under his belt. Just uh, <laughs> heckling his way, he's heckling his way into your brother's head, and I think he uh, he ended up getting a bogey for that hole, and wasn't too wasn't too happy walking off the green. So yeah, we'll have to um, we'll have to get the gallery together again soon and, and get behind him for a few birdies, hopefully. So yeah, a few more birdies. That'd be nice. <laughs> Man, just uh, you you go home, and speaking of Jack McCowan, you you guys uh, head home. Obviously, Yeovil for Christmas. Uh, do you play a bit of golf back home? And um, what tracks do you get around on? Is there a bit of friendly competition amongst the family and all that? Yeah, well, um, yeah, like I said, from Yeovil originally. So um, we haven't really been home for Christmas in a few years. But yeah. um, back, uh, we used to go there all like every second year, sort of, or every year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the amount of times we get to go back there is sort of starting to slow down. But um, yeah, there's a good old sand sand uh, golf course at sand green golf course at the Oval um, yep. with the old you got to scrape your line for your putts and yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a tough track if you can play on those fairways and you're doing all right. I think yeah, they're not really fairways, but yeah, yeah. Me and my brother will go down there and have a hit um, yeah. when we go back down. And haven't managed to get out to come knock and play McCowman, but um, yeah. he keep he keeps mentioning that he keeps hitting them all right when he goes out there. So well, I'm not sure I, if yeah. Well, I've actually been lucky enough to hit the hallowed greens, sand greens of of come knock golf club with with McCowman, and uh, mate, it was an experience. I tell you, I never never played on the sand greens before. 
Um, I ended up hitting, like you, you've got to just hit pitching wedge or seven iron from 100 metres out and just roll it on. Mm. Yeah, land it, land it 20 metres short. <laughs> just let it roll on. And I, it, McCowan didn't tell me that at the start. I sort of got, got 60 degree out and tried to land it on and it's just pinged off the, <laughs> off the sand and gone 50 yeah, metres past the hole. Bounced as high as, yeah, the original shot. <laughs> but it was, oh, mate, I can't wait to get back out there again. We'll have to uh, line up a game out at Cumnock one time for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mate, um, I think that's, that's about it. That's, have you got any good yarns or any, any sort of stories or anything like that? that uh, anyone you want to throw under the bus or anyone you want to call out or anything like that? Or? Oh, probably already thrown enough people under the bus in this <laughs> podcast. But um, oh, it was good. He's probably going to hate me for saying this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one time we were playing um, at Spring Valley just one, one afternoon and we were playing social. I'm pretty sure it was social. I don't think it was a competition or anything. Yeah. And um, the 10th there is par three. It's quite challenging, actually. It's got, it's kind of, it's probably one of my favourite sort of like holes, layouts. Yeah. Um, on the course, but it's, yeah, it's, Got a lot of bunkers surrounding it, and um, Reese Hodge had an absolute mare on the tenth. And well, the story goes is he ended up having sixteen shots, but um, the boys <laughs> didn't let him. <laughs> the boys didn't let him pick the ball up. We made him play it. So yeah, he's gone from one bunker to the other bunker, back over to the other bunker. Just I don't know how many shots he had in the bunker, but. And then obviously a putt all the way down the green and made him putt it back. And yeah, yeah we, we just made him finish the hole. And, <laughs> and how was his head noise throughout it? Oh, he, he was not happy. He was not happy. <laughs> he was just shaking his head, but we all got a good laugh out of it. And uh, at, at Reese's expense, which is, um, which is pretty funny. <laughs> how good. The 11 handicapper, no, he, won't, he will not be happy. Hearing no, <laughs> and he's my partner as well, and I'm throwing him under the bus, so I kind of feel bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good, great yarn, yeah, that. Sure. Nothing like hitting the sixteen. Yeah, yeah, sucks. <laughs> now, well, um, thanks heaps for coming on, mate. It's been awesome. Um, like I said, you've got round one this week against um, the Reds um, away. So yeah, really appreciate you taking the time out to have a have a yarn about a bit of golf um, in the lead up to round one. So. Yeah, thanks heaps for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. No, thanks, Yuzi, mate. It was good to talk to you. Yeah, unreal. Righto, number one, episode, Rowdy Mount of Rowdy, done. It was an honour to get my gun, Captain. Mate, I am flushing it, mate. How are you doing? Kind of the Rowdy Mount of Rowdy. Always stay the Rowdy Mount of Rowdy.